What's brewing ATX? Jonathan Ratcliffe here alongside my astounding co-host, Mr. Greg E. Carlson and Ian Grossman. Howdy. What's going on? Today we are joined by a personal chef slash yoga instructor and in all oh. in and an all-around um, incredibly passionate person about wellness. Mm. Her business is called Nourished by Heidi. She offers services preparing healthy, fresh meals for clients and also offers private and corporate yoga classes. She practices yoga at a few local studios, which we'll learn about today. Um, so without further ado, please welcome Heidi Gerlitz. Thank you. What a nice intro. Hello, Heidi. <laughs> Howdy, Heidi. Hi. Thanks for coming on. And we are no longer virtual right now. We're doing this in person at our new podcast studio room mm-hmm. brought to you by Mr. Greg Carlson himself. Thank you, sir. Thanks. As a reminder, this is your one-stop shop for all things ATX, from tips on the food and beverage scene to developments in the real estate world to interviews with local small businesses and those making a big impact in our community. And of course, we always feature a local beer, wine, or spirit each week so that you can get your little taste of what Austin has to offer. As always, be sure to follow us on Instagram at What's Brewing ATX. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you're listening. Give us that five-star rating if we deserve it. Um, and stay tuned at the end of the episode. You're going to hear about where you can get your fix of outdoor concerts coming back to life oh, here in Austin. It's about time. I know, right? Yeah. It's a cool spot. Did this. you hear about that? No. Why? I did hear that there's some venues opening up, though. Yeah. So. Well, stay yes. tuned to the end. You'll find out. All right. Um, well, Ian, what are we drinking today? Oh, boy. Yeah. We're getting to know little man named Carl oh. from St. Elmo Brewing over in South Austin off South Congress. St. Elmo Brewery, if you haven't been there, make sure to go check it out. So Carl is apparently the best beer to refresh you during the eight-month summer in Texas. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. Which so, we have cooled down a little bit, but it's still... It is. It got back up into ni- into the 90s today, but this is a Kolsch. It's 4.6% alcohol. Um, Damn. They describe the flavor as, it tastes like the month of May. How? So, let's all check it out. Well, you know May is very similar to September, so I'm good. Rain. Yeah. Warm. Wow. see. Hey, what's my name, Skip? What's that? What's my name, Skip? (laughs) There you go, Greg. Thanks, man. So, the can's cool. I'll start off with that. It's like kind of old school looking. It's got that retro vibe, kind of 70s look. Mm Mm-hmm. Kind of looks like a Coca-Cola or something. Yeah, it does. Mm, it's light. Mm. It's good. So they call it a pale golden beer, fully flavored yet drinkable. So this is definitely one you can, you know, when it's ice cold in the summer. Oh, yeah. It's a good refreshing beer. Um, so come hang with Carl. That's their slogan. It's interesting. It tastes, it tastes like a mix between two types of beers. What do you think? Mm. Like what? It like tastes kind of like an IPA. Right, because it's, it's a little sour, a little hoppy. I don't get that. A hoppy, no. What kind of beer are you into, Heidi? Oh. Um, kind of depends. I like IPAs. There's yeah. one like Electric Jellyfish I really like. Oh yeah. Ooh, but sometimes jellyfish. I just like a Corona. Corona. Okay. Have you guys seen Electric Jellyfish made its way into no. stores, local stores? Really? Here? You're kidding. Yeah. In oh, H E B, no. they sell a four pack of like sixteen ounce uh, mm. cans. Yeah, and it's like 
eighteen dollars or something. It's, I bet it's not cheap. <laughs> what four yeah. pack? Have we yeah. had them on here before? Shoot. Um, I don't know if we've had electric jellyfish. That's a good one, to, one to get on. Though. Yeah. Well, thanks, oh. Saint Elmo, for the Carl. Thanks, Saint Elmo. Enjoying thanks, it. Saint Elmo. <laughs> well, I'll just get right into the questions. Let's get into First it. First one, our favorite question. Just this can be good. Heidi, just you know, tell us what's your story. What yeah. inspired you to start Nursed by Heidi? Yeah. Okay. Um, as far back as you want to go with that, it doesn't matter. Sure. Let's see. Well, I think there was a time where I think I was 23 and I just wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. I didn't go to college and I was trying to figure it out. Yeah. Sounds like a lot of people at 23. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. And um, I was working in a jewelry studio here in Austin. Um, they're called Limbo. Mm-hmm. And I liked making jewelry. Uh, they have a South Congress. South Congress. Okay. Yeah. And they won the domain. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't quite. I wasn't feeling quite as passionate about it. Yeah. Um, and I really wanted to be learning something new. And so I just kind of decided to take a couple certifications in things that I was interested in. And I, throughout the years, I think since I was like 19, yoga and like health and cooking were things that I just kind of gravitated towards. Mm-hmm. I would always like do it for friends or went to a lot of yoga classes. And um, it's just the only thing that really made sense to dive into. So I did a couple of certifications and it took me a little while to get things off the ground to build my confidence with my skill set. Mm-hmm. Um, I started teaching yoga at gyms and that was like a good entry into it because it's so accessible there. You have like decently beginner yoga students mm-hmm. and they're not expecting some like crazy, you know, yeah. experienced teacher. And, um, I got hired through a nanny agency to cook for a family last year. And so over that year, I got to really build my cooking skills and become more confident in in the process of things and kind of learning portion control for people and Mm -hmm. just my routine in general. I remember my first week, (laughs) I was... um, when I was cooking for them, like I was so nervous the whole time and the dishes would pile up and the kitchen would be a mess. And then, you know, after my first month, I really had my routine down. So it really helped to go through that process. And over that time, I began thinking about this personal chef business. I had a friend who did it and I got to do some catering gigs with her. Um, and it kind of just developed. And my friend, I have a friend who does photography. I met through Limbo and another friend. Um, who's a website designer. So it all kind of came together. That's awesome. So yeah. wow. when, you, when wow. you're when you doing the personal chef cooking, are you there in front of the family? You're like they're waiting for the meal kind of thing? Or is it more like you're prepping? Like prep, yeah, preparing sure. for it. And, hmm. Yeah. Um, well, so this past year it was like a daily thing. And I did a lot of other things for them too. I'd pick up the boys from school and whatnot. And I would um, prepare it and set the table for them and everything but my service is something where I come once a week to somebody's house and they have a certain amount of meals and um you know they've gone through a consultation process with me so I know their likes and their dislikes and I prepare enough meals to last them through the week and they're put in the freezer or in the refrigerator and I do the grocery shopping menu planning and um the cleaning awesome yeah yeah, it definitely sounds like you've got a full plate. He's <laughs> been waiting for that one all day. <laughs> so what is, walk us through a, a day in, in the shoes of, of you. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, because you, you know you're doing yoga, meal plan. Uh, what does that look like? Typically? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So unfortunately, I launched my business the week that COVID happened. Mm-hmm. So um, great timing. I, I know. <laughs> and so there also has been a big process of learning, like all the other skills that come with being owning your own business or being an entrepreneur. And I didn't really see that coming because I imagined it'd be more word of mouth. But obviously during this time, that's really hard. Mm -hmm. So I've been trying to learn how to do, you know, some of my own branding and marketing and Facebook ads and stuff. And I've kind of just baby stepped in that direction. And so right now it's been a lot of just getting all of my ducks in a row like really getting my menus down pat and like getting you know familiar with quickbooks and System. a lot of the back end stuff yes so it's been nice to have the space to really get good with that kind of stuff because i didn't really know that's what it was going to take to work on the business to work on the business yes. yeah no, and no. i i imagined it was going to be something where i you know um had one client add to the family that I was cooking for at the time, which I was laid off by them due to COVID. So I was imagining it being kind of this gradual growing process where I got to build it gradually and then that really shifted. So, you know, right now I'm ta- I'd be taking clients and cooking um, from uh, a kitchen that I would rent mm. and deliver the meal. So it'd be a little different right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I am teaching yoga in the gyms, but um, currently... Gold's Gym and yeah. the YMCA. Cool. Yeah. All right. So, the one down, downtown? Yeah, the one yeah. downtown. Right. Yeah. yeah. It would be, uh, really though, it would be um, going, you know, sending a menu over, having it approved by a client, and mm. then going to the grocery store and getting all the ingredients, showing up at their house and mm. making everything. Yeah. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. And I That's think awesome. Yeah. Back to the whole, like, building a business oh. thing. Oh. It's one of those things like in real estate, you go through all the license courses and there's never really any part of it that's focused on, well, yeah, you can be a great real estate agent and know, you know, how to find comps and how to show houses and, and negotiate, but you have to build a business. Totally. And that is a whole different. <laughs> oh my gosh. And well, I was just talking yeah. to my friend that's a chiropractor and he's done a really good job building a local practice here. Mm-hmm. Cool. And he said he, um, this morning had like a zoom kind of presentation with the school that he got um, his chiropractic license at Mm. with students. And it was focused on the business side of it. Cool. Because yes, that's why so many, he said so many chiropractors fail because they get into it. They're good at it, but they don't know how to build a business. Totally. That's just entrepreneurship in general. general, Yeah. yeah. That's everything. It's something that you don't, hear about as much until you're in the thick of it and so yeah you know i actually look at a lot of COVID as an opportunity for for that for you to okay wait a second like instead of getting off taking off so quickly uh and then it hurting you down the road whenever you get to this point where you can't grow anymore because like your systems aren't in place now you can like build the foundation a little bit better take a step back and do that yeah so so you um at the beginning, it seems like in a lot of businesses, it's like give away your product for free to sure. get it out there. Have you explored that at all or was that part of it or, you know, doing yoga classes for people at a park or? You know, um, mm. no, I, I am offering like 20% off for my services for like the first month so people can get familiar with yeah. it. 
Um, but I was never really into doing the yoga at the park thing, I think, because I don't really like doing yoga outside. <laughs> I find it hard to like be on the grass and yeah. it can be so hot in yeah. the summer. Um, yeah, I've, I've just been mostly it's been through word of mouth that I've kind of fell into the things I've fallen into and the working for the gems of something too that that um, friends through my yoga community or just friends that I've had were working there and they kind of got me in. Cool. Yeah. So you started this in March, basically. Pretty much. I've been teaching yoga at the gyms since last, like last March. Okay. Yeah. But the the meal prep is very yes. new. Yeah. Um, to get it out there in the universe, <laughs> thinking about. I mean, I'm sure you're just kind of like trying to keep your head above water right now. But what are kind of sign it, come? What are some of the kind of long term? plans as far as a year from now sure. two years five years sure um well i think as far as getting it out there you know mm. marketing I, I do think that social media is a really strong avenue for that so that is something that i want to start getting more into i have done a couple of facebook ads but i'm going to continue kind of nailing that down and figuring that out so i've been watching videos on that and how to go best um, about all that and also I'm learning that doing videos is the best way to start doing advertising yeah. so well, we've, been, doing we've dabbled in yeah. the video thing Ian yeah and Greg do a lot of it too so cool mucho yeah you have to yeah. follow these is, guys is TikTok part of your world right now I don't really like no <laughs> Maybe it should be hundred thousand percent with what you're doing. I'm like you. I don't want to do all this stuff, but you have to. Yeah. And it's so easy, like making them. Like I see them all. They always pop up on TikTok, like the meal things, where it's like quick meal in ten minutes, quick healthy meal, and it's like sure. You show the ingredients and then you show it finished, and like people watch it. And you get twenty thousand views in like a week. It's, It's insane. Okay. Is this are people like? I think my main demographic is probably going to be you know professionals and families mostly and are are you are you seeing that everyone's on tiktok besides me wow yeah and i I would say (laughs) i would say that you think that's what your demographic is and then it might change sure you know so just explore it be open yeah Yeah, why wouldn't a young professional that doesn't have time to make food use your service i literally was sitting here like hmm this would be great for me so cool yeah okay but he's not your demographic so don't (laughs) right everybody's my demographic right now i can't be picky um no uh yeah so okay good advice tiktok yeah so starting to dabble more and doing videos in general um and then later on down the line you know i don't think this is my like forever thing i think i do want it to grow into something maybe more in the wellness so i'm not exactly sure what that looks like but i'd like to do retreats and travel and stuff like that maybe start doing more private chefing eventually Hmm. so it's like more one-on-one and traveling yeah who who do you get to talk to about this on a professional level to either like coach you mentor you or just somebody that's doing something similar to you Mm -hmm. do you have anybody in your your sphere like that you You know i a friend of mine connected me with someone who is um a personal chef and she does catering as well so i've gotten to really lean into her she's been such a good resource for me yeah she's called the modern cupboard she's awesome Hmm. um and i've gotten to help her with catering events so just having that hands-on learning has been kind of so crucial for me like just really seeing how things are done and the timing 
Um, and then also I've used score as a resource. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, what is score for those who I'm don't not familiar know. with score? Cause I don't yeah. know. It's, it's, um, an organization that helps small businesses. So they'll do like free consultations and oh. they're volunteering their time. And then they also have people who do workshops. They're normally within like 15, 10 to $30 for a workshop right now. Everything's via zoom. And so that covers things from like QuickBooks to, um, Social media. Social like media. Whatever. Yeah, there are exactly. People that have done yeah. It. There are people that have made it that are donating their time yeah. to help. That's well, that's cool. cool. It's very cool. It's such a good resource. I highly recommend it. Where's Where is it in town here if you were to go meet up? Usually yeah. it's at a one centralized location, right? Yeah, you know, it's um, it's west. It was. It's kind of... It's kind of by where I live. I think it's off of V Caves. It's been I, I only went there once and oh, it's so been they, a while. They have Most their own it. office? They do. Oh, yeah. they're separate. Okay, nice. I think yeah. so. Yeah. How have I never heard of this? This sounds like a great resource. Like it's for great. Yeah. Any business, I guess. Yeah, definitely. And there's another one called Big Austin that I recently got like a free business consultation for and that was really nice cuz sometimes it can be it can be so overwhelming. It helps to have somebody like you know what you need to do, but to have somebody just tell you like this is what you need to focus on yep. and kind of narrow it in can be really helpful. <laughs> For sure, that's just we we go through that all the yeah, time. Yeah, sure. Um, so obviously you launched, you know, primarily when COVID started, so that kind of sets you back a little bit, and yeah. in some ways can help you, like we talked about, build that foundation. But how has it affected you now in the later months of it? And, you know, positively or negatively, like, you know, are you, are you able to start getting some clients now? Has it been a little better? Like, what's it like? It's been tricky. And I think the, the reason why it's tricky is because of my confidence in my marketing. So that's something that I think I need to be better at because okay. I, I need to be better at marketing because I do think that, um, I think that there is really an outlet for it, especially considering how much more time everyone's spending at mm-hmm. home working and kids being at home. And eating yeah. terrible food and all eating the time. Terrible snacks. food. Snacks. Oreos. Yeah. Oreos. Oh, I know all about those. And not moving <laughs> as much. And yeah. So um, it's been tricky for me. And, and I take that upon myself in regards to I just need to really get my marketing figured out. Well, actually, I want to know a real quick follow up question. What, what kind of, and I know you said you, talk to them about a consultation, get a feel for what they like and dislike. Yeah. What sort of meals are you, are you making for people? And, and I, yeah, just how, how does that look? Cause you know, you, you hear about meal services here and there, but it sounds like this is a little more personalized. Yeah. It really depends on the clients for sure. Some people, you know, are following certain diets like paleo and okay. um, keto and the family that I used to work for, they liked the very kind of traditional lasagna, um, shepherd's pie kind of stuff. So it varies. I try wow. and do things that are going to reheat really well, yeah. you know? So, you know, if I make a salmon and I make a nice sauce for it, I'm not going to cook it for them. It'll be in the fridge because it takes like 20 minutes. They pop it in and they can, you know, um, things that take a little bit longer, I'll be doing myself. Um, so sometimes that's a stir fry, like a chicken teriyaki stir fry with veggies. I I always have one side at least. So sometimes that's one big salad or yeah, yeah, it just, it varies, you know, it's a pretty, um, intricate questionnaire. So, I really get down to the nitty gritty of like what spices you like and don't like and how you like your meat cooked and what veggies you don't like. And yeah. Do you have have like a uh, kind of a standard as far as everything's going to be organic or they're buying everything. So it's up to them. 
Yeah, well, yeah, I, I do the actual shopping, oh, and then, then I get the the refund for the groceries. That's a separate price. Um, the day of my visit, and it really does depend on what they want. So, <laughs> if they want to do like all organic, then all organic. If they want me to shop at HEB, I shop at HEB mm-hmm. Central Market. There I am. Cool. Yeah. Wow. All yeah. right. Fired up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Greg's always fired up. Love it. <laughs> Thanks. So, when you when you put the whole thing together, yeah. um, when you yeah. talk about the service and all that, mm-hmm. what does that look like from like a cost? I think it's important for people listening and assuming you have all your prices kind of standardized sure. already. Yeah. Um, what does that look like if I want you to come for a week or three nights a week? Yeah. How's that work? Um, well, my minimum cost is two fifty. For a visit plus groceries. Um, And that really does depend on like the intricacies of like what people are wanting. Um, That can range from, you know, three entrees and three sides to five entrees and five sides. So, yeah. To to take the time to make the slot for it, you know, I have that 250 base minimum. Hmm. Um, And that includes four servings per entree. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so this is the two fifty or and minimum, of course. But that's like basically this is three, four, five days worth of meals. Yeah, it should it should be a, a week's worth of meals? And again, it just varies on, um, um, like how detailed people want. Like they want me to make their own sauces. Like if I'm making my own sauces, you're going to get a little bit of a higher charge. If you don't mind getting that bottled, you know, curry, then that's going to be a little bit different. Uh, okay. Yeah. So it's very, very personalized. Yeah. Like I can make your salad dressing or we can get a salad dressing in a bottle and I can use it for a couple of weeks. And so that'll change the price. What if I were to say, yeah. Hey, I just want you to drop off. Here's the meals that we've already discussed. And I just want you to drop off five or ten of these you know whether you cook them at your place or mine is whatever but yeah. do you do that as well or sure. is, yeah okay. definitely absolutely yeah i'm happy to um i don't have a professional kitchen but i i, I will, will rent out a professional kitchen oh, for those okay. kind of you know standards cool. and um the the perk about having someone at your house is that um you get a little kitchen cleanup at the end. Mm, you know? yeah. Like I won't go overboard, but it'll be cleaner than it looked like when I arrived. So yeah. there's that perk. But well, that's always um, good. Even if it was the same level, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I can see how, I mean, especially during this time, right. I, I personally would just be delivering and cooking everything in a professional kitchen. Oh, okay. Got yeah. It. So you're not just doing this at home either. Like even if they said they didn't care, yeah. you would still choose to. I would have to just for like, um, you know, health standards and everything yeah okay got it makes sense yeah so in in real estate we get uh some really nice um what like what do you call it like rewarding uh parts about it like when a client closes on their first house it's super exciting or or just any closings in general is just great when with what you're doing what's what would you say is the most fun and and energizing part about it all sure yeah Uh, that's a great question um you know i just I think I realized how much I like working for the family last year. I really enjoyed feeding. I just enjoy feeding people. Yeah. You know, it's something that I've always enjoyed. My mom was really into it. And it's something that I just find is like a form of showing someone love and, and 
different ways and caring for people. And I also like being on my feet and keeping busy and multitasking and kind of seeing something come together and tasting it along the way. You, you get to be creative in that process. Um, and then teaching yoga, like there's something that you just kind of tap into in a way that feels like it's invigorating and empowering for me just as much as I see that in my students too. And it calms me just as much as I see mm. that calm kind of happen in my students. And I really enjoy that. Is there a specific nice. um, style of yoga that you typically do, or does it kind of depend on the class you're scheduled to teach? Yeah. Um, I focus on vinyasa flow. It's pretty standard. Most people are going to kind of know how to keep up with that and yeah. they're going to be familiar with it. I also really enjoy teaching gentle. Um, that's actually I teach three classes right now, and my heart is kind of in my gentle class. Um, sorry, sorry, Vinyasa flowers. Um, because it's just the age rank is like 50, around 50 to the 80s. And is that more like a yin? It's similar. Yin, you're going to have like three to four poses that you yeah. just hold for a long time. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what yeah. I've been doing a couple times a week. Nice. Yeah, that one's great. Love it. And yeah, what, what's He's so limber? And what's guy. the gentle like? Gentle is um, a little more movement, and because of the age group that I have, I'm trying to create like stability for them as well. So I don't want them just creating mobility and opening up. Like I want them, I want to create strength in the hips and the shoulders, and so I'll do core, yeah. different things to kind of assist them with that. Cool. Yeah. Okay. I have an idea. What's that? What if some of these families? You went in and not only helped with their wellness when it came to cooking, but you did a family yoga class oh. with them. And they're right; they're not outside. You're not on the grass. <laughs> and you ran them through a little 30-minute totally. yoga session. I'm so open for that. That was kind of part of what the private uh, offering was. I kind of had in mind. Yeah. You know, it's like you kind of start building that rapport with people and. Yeah. Um, there's a need for, especially right now with COVID, like you're not moving as much. And Kids are cooped up. Yeah. Getting, everyone's going crazy. I think everybody yeah. needs like a health coach of some kind, yes. whether it's a personal trainer or, but, but all inclusive, you know, and, yeah. and it could be multiple, but yeah. you know, someone who has, Hey, they got your best interest in terms of the health side of things. And that sounds like what kind of you're working towards. So totally. Yeah. I have a personal trainer and I've just learned so much I, I really appreciate him yeah awesome yeah so what yeah what what message would you like to share with people that are like inspiring words or insight for people that are looking to do what you do or just starting a business in general oh yeah um make tangible goals like make solid goals you know i think it would be, it's so easy again, just get overwhelmed by the big picture of things and, um, and find good advice. Like, so yeah, find a mentor there. I think that's really helpful. Mm -hmm. It really lets you know kind of what to focus on. You know, they're going to help kind of show you like how to create the structure of your business in a way. Yeah. And yeah. then, um, like the score people. Yeah. Like the score people. And, um, for me, you know, at the time I was, doing a lot. So I was teaching at a couple different gyms. I was doing, working for the family and then starting this. And, um, it just helped to have like these really solid, like today I'm writing this part of the website and I'm, you know, so making really like tangible goals and a timeline for those. Yeah. Whether it's a and daily goal, it. weekly, yeah. monthly. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. We do something called a four and one every week. It's just talk about 
what it is you did last week, what are your goals for the month and the year, and it's yeah. just super important. It makes you revisit it sure. every week and be like, okay, we're 70% through the through the year. Yeah. Have you hit at least 70% of your goals? And it kind of helps keep on track. Sure. Definitely. Yeah. And surrounding yourself with people who are like-minded. You know, like my friends have been so much such an inspiration to me and have opened up doors for me and um, I have just been such a support system. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, we're going to jump into a little mini game here. I love games. And we'll just do a round robin of, of questions here. Be um, ready. It's just okay. answer. <laughs> answer. The pressure's on. As uh, first thing that comes to mind kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. What's your favorite restaurant in Austin? Oh. Um, oh. One of your favorites. Because sure. I know that we could have many in Austin. You no, know, I love Leach's Cantina. Where's that? It's on uh, E6. Oh. Yeah. Leach's. Leach's. Yeah, Leach's Cantina. Leech's. Shout out. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite meal to cook for clients? Oh. Mm, I like soups and curries. Mm, so okay. those are my favorite. They just they're so comforting and yummy, and I nail them every time. So I it's love nice. me some Thai food. Yeah, okay. Curries, yeah. <laughs> Sweet um, Italian or Asian food? Oh, oh, Asian. Asian. Yeah. Okay. okay. Tacos or barbecue? Tacos. Tacos. Aside from your your gentle class, what's the best spot for yoga in Austin? Practice Yoga Austin is my go-to. Yeah. Where's that? Give them a plug. That is on um, East 6, right right after the 35. Okay. Yeah. They're great. That's where I got certified. Okay. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. What's your favorite yoga pose? Oh. Um, Pigeon. Pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling like there's a subliminal message going on. Um, I would say I'm all about just a good forward fold. It opens up the back of the hamstrings. It relaxes you. You get like length in the whole spine. Ooh. It's easy. You can do it anywhere. Mm-hmm. It feels good. Love that. Yeah. Okay. Who inspires you the most? Famous, not famous, Who? anybody. Oh, man. Um, gosh, I think my, you know, my girlfriends do. They're all... They're all really motivated career-wise and, and motivated, and some of them are doing a lot of their own businesses. So my friend Kayla, um, she started her own business, the one who did my website for me. Um, my manager that from Limbo, her name is Lee Santa Maria, and she has really launched her own jewelry and um, beading art business. So cool. yeah, it's so like it's some great to be around people that are in her circle. Yeah, yeah, awesome. yeah they're great. What's your favorite podcast aside oh. from What's Brewing ETA? Okay, I listen to Super Soul Sundays by Oprah and Girls Gotta Eat. Ah, and now this one's my favorite. So my girlfriend there listens to go. Girls Gotta Eat. Yeah, all the it's time. good. <laughs> You're in trouble. Yeah, right. <laughs> Seriously, she aced it. You and I need to what, listen to that together. Girls Gotta Eat. Yeah, there's one. We all in our next. There's yeah. one called Guys We Fuck. No, that's yeah. serious. That's what it's called. That like that the, they're super crude. They're great. They are crude, yeah. but it's actually it's kind of entertaining. And I would never know about that until, of course, my girlfriend's like, "Oh my god, you <laughs> wow. gotta hear this part." Sure. They're so they're comedians. So all right, that's yeah. good to know. New York too got that vibe, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. Greg Carlson vibe. <laughs> <laughs> He's a New Yorker. Speaking of oh, Greg nice. Carlson, okay. Craig, what time is it? 
Oh, I'm so glad you asked, because folks, it's time for this week's Weekly Boo Boo Boo. Yes, live concerts are back. Zach Theater recently announced it's holding a fall outdoor concert series, Songs Under the Stars on its plaza. Yes, that's right. Songs Under the Stars. It's going to be amazing. The theater promises socially distanced pod seating for groups of two, three, four, or six. If you want to go with five, sorry, you're out. (laughs) Bring your own chair, organizers say. Though premium cabana seating also is available with seats and pre-ordered drinks. Masks, yes, are required. So we don't know about the artists yet, but I'm sure they'll be dropping that info any day now. Who else here is missing live music in the live capital music uh, live music capital of the world? I am. How about you guys? Are you missing it? Yeah, I yeah. haven't been to a concert since Gee, I don't know, January, February. Where'd you go? I'm trying to think of the last one out live outdoor. Huh? Huh. Mohawk. I went to more Mohawk. Mm. It was great. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mohawk's awesome. Uh, yeah. Three, Austin 360. Yeah. And I'm trying to think of who was there. Jeez. Oh, it was the... Uh, Third Eye Blind? No. It was the one that uh, Thomas you... J. Henry put on with like Don Omar and I don't know. It's a few, <laughs> a few different ones. It was actually pretty cool. That's awesome, man. Yeah. I've wow. not taken advantage of the, back. the concert scene here. Are you serious? We don't do a decent amount of concerts when, you what know, the before the baby came. Oh, Kygo. Kygo was there. Oh, that's one of my favorite DJs, too. Yeah. yeah. Nice. That was dope. But that's cool yeah. that they're coming back. I want to say uh, Nutty Brown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, they're yeah. going to start having some shows Where again, I heard. I want to say it's, isn't it north? Like yeah, kind of yeah. UT-ish or north? No, it's further up north than that. Further north. north. I'm going to look but it up. But it's an outdoor venue too, so. Cool. A lot of country music they mm-hmm. do there, but uh, all around. And you, you mentioned before we got on air that um, that there were some venues that you had heard about that were coming out. I think it's a... I think it's going to start happening here. People Hotel are... Vegas and Bolstead. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> outdoor or indoor uh, or both? Or? I'm not quite sure, actually. But yeah, they're both op- they're opening up. Right on. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. I was way wrong about Nutty Brown. It's out west, kind of toward Dripping Springs. Oh. Off 290. What else do you know is Nutty and Brown? What? <laughs> <laughs> peanut butter? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, peanut butter. It was a trivia question. Ah. Uh, Sickos. Oh. Well, folks, <laughs> on that note, I think that's all we got for you. Again, Heidi, thank you very much. Thanks for having for me. For joining us. Yeah. Heidi Gerlitz, give a plug for where people can find you yeah. on Instagram, your website, anything that will help your business right now. This is your time. Thank you. You can find me on www.nourishedbyheidi.com. And my Instagram is nourished underscore by Heidi. Check me out. And Heidi spelled H-E-I-D-I. Yes, sir. Boom. All righty. Boom. So check her out. Uh, Remember to subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you tune into your podcast if you haven't done so already. Mm -hmm. Um, That way, as soon as you open that podcast app, our newest episodes will pop right back up yep Uh, we'd love that five star rating and be sure to check us out on instagram at what's brewing atx that's all we got for you till next time austin Cheers. 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 cheers